0: Hey everybody, welcome to our podcast. We're glad you're joining us today. So every week uh, we're attempting to be as relevant as possible, not mm-hmm. just to be uh, gimmicky or anything, but to yeah. hit the real life issues of where we live out our faith. And that's our yep. whole point to lift him up and live him out. So we're looking mm-hmm. at the very real issues that believers face and how to uh, bring truth to bear so that we might walk in freedom and joy yep. and might have the fruit, the evidence of the spirit within us Absolutely. and flowing from us. So. Uh, we deal with one today, a topic today that I think is very real and and common. I, I know I've I've walked in some of this myself yep, as well. Uh, the topic today is um, insecurity, especially spiritual insecurity. So yeah. uh, we're calling this today: you weren't meant to be spiritually insecure. Yeah. So uh, we're going to try to cover uh, a lot of the dynamics of what this means today. Let me just encourage up front to like, uh, subscribe, yeah. or share the podcast and the video. The link uh, that might be a help to others, absolutely. Yeah. And
1: I would even say comment below if you have any questions yeah. or if if there's a point you like or anything <laughs> like that. Please feel free to do that.
0: Yeah. So um, spiritual insecurity. Let's perhaps we should start with just. The general topic of insecurity to begin with. And then we'll get to more of the idea of spiritual insecurity. But Mm -hmm. I think a a good definition that most would agree is that insecurity is a feeling of inadequacy Mm -hmm. or uncertainty Mm -hmm. in any given situation about who you are. Yeah. And my goodness, we've all walked in that.
1: Yes, absolutely. And and
0: still can at times, Mm -hmm. you know, if 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 I don't guard that. So anytime you are in a situation and you start to feel uh, like you don't measure up, you are inadequate, you don't have what it takes, um, you begin to feel a lack of security, a lack of confidence, and and some things start to happen at that point. Um, We've all experienced this. You start in that moment, start comparing yourself with others. Mm -hmm. You know, well uh, they have this, I don't have that. So I, yep. they, they're they better. I'm not. And yeah. you start measuring, comparing, and then <clears throat> it's easy when that happens to start fearing you're going to be rejected. You're not going to be mm-hmm. liked by a group. You're going to be, you know, look awkward. Someone's yeah. going to laugh at you. Yeah. Or, you might not fit in. Exactly. Yep. Feeling again,
1: like you're out outside of the group.
0: Yeah. And the, and you know, I think classically everybody can remember the days in high school or college where you'd extremely felt those yeah, s- feelings. But, but man, they go on into the remainder of adult adulthood. Mm-hmm. You know, you can be you could be in a, a group setting at a social activity, you could be even in church mm-hmm. and, and still feel inadequate yep. or insecure. Absolutely. Uh, when that happens, you know, you you start pulling away, you start isolating away in, in more of the extreme versions, I guess, or elevated versions of insecurity. You don't want to be around people. You want to pull away because you fear being abandoned, rejected, mm-hmm. laughed at, mocked, or not fitting in. Yeah, And then some other versions that, are the, I guess, ways that it shows up when you're insecure, lack of security and stability in who you are, mm-hmm. you start changing who you are even for the sake of the crowd that's around you. Yeah, absolutely. You know, you think, okay, well, this is, okay, this is what it takes to fit into this group. Yeah. And so I will, I'll morph into that. Mm-hmm. I don't really... It's maybe not who I am, but I'll do it so yeah. that I can fit in, not be laughed at, mocked, rejected, or abandoned or isolated yeah, absolutely. away. Um, and so, you know, that can happen. And then as the further that goes, you start getting lost up into these identities of, yeah. okay, well, whatever that group wants or maybe whatever this group wants may different than that group. And out of my insecurity, I find my security in them. Absolutely.
1: And their acceptance. Because that's that's what you're searching for. As you're looking for a group to say, yes, you right there, that's what I want you to be here in this group. You want to be wanted and all those things. You want to be accepted. So whenever there's multiple groups and they require different things of you, you're you're looking for the acceptance and you have no clue who you are really at your core. You get lost, really, and yeah. you
0: become uh, the chameleon. You're able yeah. to, you know, morph into the, mm-hmm. the whatever's needed in that moment, yep. and you change for the sake of the crowd. <clears throat> but it does leave you at this place mm-hmm. um, where, at the end of the day, when the crowd's all gone, you're like, "Well, I'm not really sure who I am. Yep. Uh, I was here this, and I was over here. I was this. I'm not sure who I am." Yeah. Um, you know that kind of thing is sad. It's, mm-hmm. it's sad because it also leaves you to a place where then you start putting yourselves. Kind of at arm's reach from everybody, yeah. Because you think it's too painful. I don't want to. I don't want to expose my weaknesses, my vulnerabilities. I really don't want people to know what's going on inside. And the insecurity uh, begins to really eat away at every part of your life. Mm-hmm. And uh, what should be a life that you have of, of joy and peace and interaction and, and uh, giving off life to others. Yeah. You, you you walk around uh, protected and guarded and desperate for attention and and not sure how to get it. Mm -hmm. And boy, it shows up in so many different areas. It can show up in, uh, you know, work or performance. You feel like I don't have what they have or I don't do what they do. And you start feeling insecure about who you are, Mm -hmm. uh, what you know, uh, you can feel insecure about relationships, um, you know, I don't have what they have or I don't, I never got to experience what they're experiencing yeah. and there must be something wrong with me. And, and again, the, now that just this pit opens up, uh, people can be insecure about their body image. Mm-hmm. Uh, they, be, they don't look like a certain type of person yeah. uh, and they become insecure and guarded and, and cover and hide who they are. Yeah, And it just, it can show up even in social anxiety. People yeah. uh, get extremely nervous in crowds, and often they come from insecurity. Yeah. It's, I'm not confident in who I am. Yep. And the more people are around, the more insecure I feel, yep. the more need I feel to adapt and morph. But there's too many. I can't do it. Yeah. so And
1: it's this idea also of like, I, I can't maybe an agreement that they've made of, I can't be accepted the way that I am. Mm. So I have to change so that that group will accept me so that I can fit in here so that I won't be talked about behind my back here and all that stuff. So you try to be in all of the crowds or you try to be in none of the crowds. I think insecurity pushes you Mm. to one or the other extreme and maybe it's It's in different circumstances and stuff, but you either are just absolutely determined that I must have their acceptance or it's, that is way too much of a weight. I'm gonna go just crawl in a hole yeah. and not do anything instead.
0: I, I love what you said there. It's an agreement that I wouldn't be accepted for who I am. Mm-hmm. That, as you're right, that that's an yeah. agreement inside that that you you've made in your heart. That mm-hmm. There's something wrong with me, and I would never, I could never be accepted or loved if they knew yeah. the real me. Yeah. Whew, I mean, you're talking that's about war stuff yeah. now. You're talking about Absolutely. stuff that, at, the, at the center of who you are. And that, that's where we're headed today. But <clears throat> uh, yeah. you know, I've walked in that. You have too. Absolutely. Uh, I, I was curious, maybe what are some ways that you've yeah. experienced some of that in your own life?
1: Totally. I mean, I remember in high school, uh, specifically like this idea of, uh, okay, I don't really know who I am but I know that I love sports and I know there's a group of people that will accept me and will, you know, I can talk sports and I won't have to talk about life at all. I can only, I just have to talk about other people. I can just talk about Mm -hmm. stats and facts and all these cool and fun things. Mm -hmm. I still do that today, That I know who I am. (laughs) Um, But I do remember at the end after I graduated and all the sports were gone and done and I didn't have, there was no other, okay, here's the next season. It was just like, whoa, hold on. This is like, empty all of a sudden where i where i once found my acceptance and identity and purpose it's gone and it was an empty feeling because Mm. that that's what i was using to fill that void a whole Mm -hmm. lot and then also as well like and and trying to be the funniest guy to make the Mm -hmm. make the jokes that everyone would say i want to be around that guy or all those kinds of things that that's where i found my identity and it came because of insecurity it came because i wanted the acceptance of other people right and uh it it's tough whenever that becomes your identity yep.
0: and it's
1: it's unsustainable
0: honestly yeah. it, it really is i think you're right it happens when you move into new rooms in your life <laughs> yes you know yeah. I, I, my family made a major move uh, to a new city in the middle of my high school years mm-hmm. my goodness i felt incredibly insecure walking into yeah. a new school environment where i knew no one yeah and so uh, I remember that. I remember other times in my life where you know I'm I'm coming into ministry for the first time and it's all new. And there's a lot of people who know a lot of things, a lot more than I did. And so mm-hmm. I felt incredibly insecure that yeah. I didn't know as much yeah, as everybody else. Sure. I didn't know as much Bible. I didn't have as much experience. And mm-hmm. you know, I find myself sitting in a room full of other people, ministers and staff. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, I remember. You know, this is I'm talking about back in the Mm mid-80s, long before there were podcasts like this, but there were, uh, I I had a chance to sit in on a a radio recording for a radio show, much (laughs) like this setup, microphone at the table and and some other ministers at the table. I was terrified. (laughs) I was so uncertain and insecure. I I, I did not know what to say. They gave me a question to ask. I don't remember what it was. (laughs) It didn't matter because I was just reading it off the page anyway and just... I was in the space in the moment, but I was not there. I was just so. <laughs> it was, I know those feelings, you know, of yeah. insecurity. We we've walked in those. Yeah. And anytime you walk into a new a new room in Absolutely. life, you, I, you you can feel yeah. some of that. Absolutely, I think that's a great way to a great analogy of yeah. whenever whenever there's
1: new territory, yep. you don't know what's going on. You have to try to recenter yourself. Yeah,
0: it's true. It's true. So uh, that I think that's a good overview of what insecurity is in yeah. general. But we are more than just emotions. We're more yep. than just a, 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 a mind, a thinking being. We are not just yeah. our behavior. We are also, the Bible says we are spirit, that at the core of who we are is, is, is who we are. Mm-hmm. There's an essence about us. There's a spirit that the Bible says that we are. This goes on with us after we die. Uh, this is not just our body. Yep. We are not a, a body with a spirit. We are a spirit with, with a body. Mm-hmm. And so this is this is really the core of who we are. Uh, the Bible says that we are we are born with a spirit that is lost. Mm-hmm. It is um, it is dead, it is cut off, it is selfish, it is um, bent on doing what it wants in mm-hmm. sin. So yeah. This spirit then is what Jesus came to redeem. Mm -hmm. He came to free us from all that the that we are originally. So, whereas we are in sin, we are in this selfish place, we're in this guilty place, where we are condemned, where we are rejected, cut off from God. Let me talk about. Uncertain yes. and insecure. Yeah, that's what There's we no are. Yeah. What's what we are born with. Exactly. You know, I don't. I don't know where I stand with God. I don't. I have these desires and urges, and I don't know what to do with them. And mm-hmm. I feel cut off. Yes, it's mm-hmm. because you are. And Jesus came to meet us in that place yeah. to free us from that place, so that we yes. don't have to live. Rejected and condemned and guilty and uncertain and fearful and anxious mm-hmm. and without purpose. Yep. So, so Jesus comes and and frees us from that. And all who will believe in him, who will repent and confess their sin, he redeems you. He forgives yes. you. He comes to live inside you. He doesn't just uh, erase the the slate He Mm -hmm. comes to live inside. He gives you new identity, new purpose, and we are born again. Exactly new purpose. Yeah,
1: and I think isn't it like Colossians that says we were born in the kingdom of darkness, and we were translated into the kingdom of light? So we're in a different kingdom entirely. We once we were born (laughs) in the darkness, in the sin, in you know apart from God, and now we have been brought near to Him by
0: Jesus. Exactly. Yeah. So uh, with that, there should be a sense in which some stability and security develops yes um now I, I do want to make sure we kind of cover some ground today that says some things that we are not saying so we are not saying that you should ever get to a place where you are not dependent mm-hmm. yielded humble before God uh, and surrendered and in need of Jesus. That's not what we're saying yeah, today. absolutely. You um, will never get to a place where that's the case. It, exactly. <laughs> um, we know and we we affirm what the Bible says, obviously, that our salvation is not based on our works. Mm-hmm. It's not based on my best efforts. Yeah. It's not based on my ability to earn or measure up or finally attain to some level of righteousness. Uh, our favor is not, with God is not based on our performance. Um, we are actually dead in our sins before coming to Christ. There's nothing in us that makes us capable of standing before Christ on our own. Uh, We're called to walk in the spirit, not in the flesh. Uh, We're dependent upon him for all things. Uh, And before we come to him, we are undone, incapable, weak, and insecure. Yet, once we do come to Christ, Mm -hmm. we are brought to a place where once we've humbled ourselves, he lifts us up. He says, now I'm going to seat you in heavenly places with Christ, that's a, a lifting up of who we yeah. are to be with where he is, yep. uh, where our feet are set upon a rock. We are given a spiritual inheritance. Uh, we are c- actually called righteous and blameless. Mm-hmm. Um, there's there's that now therefore no condemnation for us yeah. anymore. Uh, we're made accepted in the beloved. All of these things are things that we uh, receive, not because we earned it, not because we finally uh, you know, did well enough to get the trophy, no, we we got these out of an act of grace from mm-hmm. God, received by faith. And, and those, those are who we are in Christ. So they should bring us to a place where we're no longer insecure, and uncertain about our standing before God. Yeah, absolutely.
1: I mean, it should create stability in our standing, certainty of his hand on us and in our life, uh, clarity of his purpose for us. Again, we see that all very clearly throughout the Bible. Mm. It should give us confidence of his love for us, that he would translate us from the kingdom of darkness into the kingdom of light. That and, and by sacrificing, by giving of, of himself, mm-hmm, by giving mm-hmm. of his son, that is what love is. That's a love on display. So that should give us confidence in his love for us yep. uh, and awareness of his speaking, his teaching and all of those things. Yep. Uh, the sureness that he is conforming us into the image of his son by yep. having done that act. He is changing us to look more and more like him. Yep. And it should give us hope in our walk and, and in our calling as well. Yeah. It should produce new things in us. It yep. should give us new <clears throat> life like we have like we have said. Obviously, that's, that's what true. new life birth is, all mm-hmm, that stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we have been saved in this hope right here. We've been saved yep. in this way, in this matter. Yep. Uh, and we're not saved just to continue to live in this fear, or uncertainty, or no. insecurity, instability, all yep. of this stuff. But because of what has been done, mm. your whole entire life should change. Your mindset should change. And all of those uh, old habits should die. And now we are in new habits. We're in new life, yep. new living there's a, yep. a Psalm uh, 40 verse two. It says, he drew me up from the pit of destruction mm. out of the miry bog and set my feet upon a rock, may, making my steps secure. Mm. Not to say he did all this stuff and now I am still insecure. But instead yeah. we say he has done this. I yep. know he loves me. I'm confident in what he has done yep. and, and how, you know, how I now am to live towards others and others. I can walk securely in that.
0: Yeah. There's a lot of teaching out there that doesn't really promote that though. There's a lot of Christian teaching that seems to want to encourage people to stay at this place of uncertainty and and, um, lack of security Mm -hmm. in knowing uh, that there's redemption in Christ or lack of confidence. that seems to want to keep people uh, down, yeah, you know, I don't yeah. know if that's their intentions or not, yeah. but but it's what happened happens so often, and so um, you, you see it in in certain groups, um, you know, not not call anybody out today; it's not the point, but it's sad to me to yeah. see you know, Christian groups, churches, uh, denominations, yeah. emphasizing a way of belief that doesn't. Encourage people to move on in their faith and mature and to grow up and have confidence and and build upon what has been established in Christ.
1: And again, I think the people that are teaching that is because they're teaching what's in their own heart of insecurity. They're teaching out of a place of, I don't know the certainty of my salvation. Right. I don't know the certainty of God's hand in my life. I right. don't know how to love others, even though I don't, I mean, because I don't understand this love here vertically. Yeah. I, I can't do this horizontally, yeah. you know? And it's so true. that that's where, again, I say this is all the more important and necessary and pressing matter to be teaching on this idea of spiritual yeah. insecurity. It's true. Again, Jesus came to free us from being weighed down from guilt, right? Being yeah. weighed down with this idea of, oh, remember all of your old sins. And yep. You better replay that. You better confess that again, even though you've confessed it a hundred times already. Because...
0: Yeah. And who do you think you are asking for prayer? You don't deserve... Exactly. Uh, yeah. That's all That's all tactics of the enemy. Yep. And absolutely. Jesus came to free us from that.
1: Question. Yeah. And he, he came to restore us to life in him. Again, like we said, like I've already said couple times he's mm-hmm. translated us from the kingdom of darkness yep. from death to yep. life. He yep. has resurrected our spirits through the power of his resurrection. Yep. Right? Uh, and then he's also came to remove anxiety <clears throat> about the future and give us confidence in our walk now and that he will be our God and he will walk with us. Yeah, right. That's true. And there's confidence in that. And there should be, there should be, uh, there should be a change in our mindset. There should be, uh, where there once was insecurity, because that's that's how we're all born insecure, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. unstable. All of those things, just like a child learning to walk, they're yeah. unstable to begin with. Yeah, you know, and I think just like a person who's born again will be unstable to begin with, but we as the church and uh, should assist
0: mm-hmm. them in learning how to take those steps, how to yeah. walk
1: securely.
0: And yeah, that's what healthy parenting is. Yes, you know, you want to help your child. Learn how to crawl and yeah. to walk and to feed themselves yeah. and to communicate. Yeah. You're you're driving them toward independence. Mm-hmm. You, you don't want to keep them uh, in this place of uh, infancy. Infancy, really? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's true. You you want to keep. You want to bring them to the place where they grow up. Yeah, but that means coming to some realizations and some security to be I want you to be physically secure. I want you to know how to walk. I want you to know how to run. Yes. You know, exactly. I want you to know how to feed yourself. I want you yeah. to know how to take care of your body. Yeah. Uh, I want you to know how to 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 work. I want yep. you to know how to get a job. I want you exactly. to know how to relate to people. I want yeah. you to know how to know God. Yeah. Healthy parenting moves people toward yeah. Stability and yeah. certainty and security. Absolutely. Where um,
1: you're not still carrying your 20-year-old on your hip, walking around it, everywhere. Exactly. <laughs> that would be that would be disturbing. Yeah, exactly.
0: Uh, but, exactly. But, but again, that, that happens sadly for a lot of people in spiritual environments. They're not encouraged to find stability and find yeah. security, and grow right. up in their faith and exactly. find freedom. Yep. And, and know how to spiritually feed yourself. Exactly. Those are sad.
1: Yeah, and it takes faith to take those steps. And that's where I don't think uh, that the path is being shown yeah. to where people can take those steps of faith and say, okay, yeah. I need to... Obey. I need to, you know, live my life confidently. I need, because of what has happened, I know I can trust God. I can take this step. All of those, that's uh, true. Those basic principles Mm -hmm. that need to be encouraged and Mm -hmm. taught as well. Mm -hmm. Uh, Again, it should lead us all to certainty of things that we know experientially of God and mentally, you know, not, but not just. Oh, I know God loves me, but I know experientially that God loves me. I I see that in the word. I see that how he's spoken to his people. I see that in the church. I see how he operates uh, in my family and restoring relationships and, you know, the blessings that he is giving to us. He has given us all the blessings in Mm -hmm. the heavenly. And so his provision here on earth is his love towards us shown, um, It's knowing that he is with us again, knowing the promise of the Holy spirit and that he is ever present. He is in us as believers. That's huge to know that that will make you secure. It would not um, create insecurity in you. If you know who the Holy spirit is that he lives inside of you Mm -hmm. and it will create confidence instead. And knowing that God hears us, he hears our prayers. Uh, Again, we see just beautiful pictures time and time again in the Bible of throughout the Psalms of David and the other psalmists praying prayers of, of repentance or of even frustration or concern or joy or whatever. And, and God hears them and they say, I know you've heard us. I know you've answered prayers and that creates security whenever you're able to, Recall old memories and say, this is what you're doing now still. That's true. um, Again, that that God has a purpose for us Mm -hmm. and that he is at work in our life Mm -hmm. and that there in the long run is eternal security, that we will not be taken from Jesus's hand, but that he has secured us with with the spirit and that we are now a part of his kingdom forever. Not, oh, one day you are, no, too bad you're not. Yep. Oh, maybe I'll play a game and you know, toy with you and see how it goes. Uh, but yeah.
0: that's not how it is. He right. came
1: to free us from spiritual insecurity.
0: Yeah, that's right? true. But you know, so often that's not the experience that people have. Yeah, and and I've I've watched in some of that, and, mm-hmm. and I I watch and I listen and I hear and I talk with other believers, and um, that isn't always their experience. Yeah, they, even after coming to Christ, there's still this place of. Uh, insecurity, uh, yeah. this instability, and you know, if it's if that is true at the core of who we are, then man, that spills over into every area In, of life. Everywhere,
1: yeah. So when
0: we talk about spiritual insecurity, we're not just talking about something that happens at church. No, <laughs> we're talking about something that happens at the core of who we are. Mm-hmm. I am insecure at my core of who I am as a person, who mm-hmm. I am before God, who I am in this world, who I am in relation to other people. Those are not just psychological issues, personality yeah. issues. Yeah. Those can't be fixed Whew. with medication. No, That is that is what Jesus came for, yes. to transform the core of who mm-hmm. we are so that in our deepest place, our identity, our worth, yeah. our... our our sense of belonging—that yeah. there we are secure—so mm-hmm. that I can walk into any environment, I can be in any relationship, and I am who God made me to be. Yes, and I function in that. I have Christ mm-hmm. in me, the Spirit of God within me, and I move in that. But yes, um, when that is not in place, man, it can—it can affect a lot of, if not every part of our life. So. Yeah. I thought it might be interesting to discuss then what does this, what does it look like to be spiritually insecure? Yeah. So uh, some of the ways that that shows up, um, it shows up even when I uh, approach the Bible Mm -hmm. because spiritual insecurity, insecurity before God shows up in terms of, well, I don't know that I have what it takes to read the Bible so I am uncertain, inadequate, afraid um, and that if that's how you approach it, boy it just it just trips you up from the beginning. If yeah. you go into it not certain that it is God speaking to you through his word, then you're left fumbling and so mm-hmm. when you're insecure there, then you start doing things like well I'm gonna avoid Bible study groups yeah. because I don't want to, say something that might sound ridiculous or off or wrong or, you know, make it look like I don't know what I'm talking about, you know, like all of that. Exactly. You know, that becomes more important than anything else. Absolutely. I was going to say, which in
1: turn, like it's, it's just doubt that you're putting on your, that the enemy is speaking into your own heart of, of, well, you know, you're not good enough. And if you, if you were to go and say something that would be embarrassing, (laughs) They would, they would realize that you need to grow. <laughs> you know, they would realize yeah. that, wow, this person's just like a, you know, yeah. not, but yeah. Yeah.
0: So uh, spiritual insecurity can show up in that way yeah. in in terms of reading the Bible and it can mm-hmm. trip you up and keep you from reading the Bible. And, you know, the very thing that's meant to give you life and, exactly. and, and health and stability becomes the very thing that you don't want to approach because you're afraid of what would happen mm-hmm. there mm-hmm. or that you wouldn't understand it or you'd look, seem, feel foolish. It also affects how we pray. You know, if you are insecure about your relationship with God, you're not stable there, uh, and then you become obsessive even about what is said, and you know, then prayer becomes that thing. It's like, yeah. Okay, well, I'm going to keep my prayers pretty generic, yeah, pretty safe. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say, "Help me have a good day and exactly. bless me." The and, things and, that I know I could do apart from
1: God, as well, <laughs> basically, yeah. you know,
0: yeah. And then you, you never have uh, risk or great faith involved exactly. in your prayers, exactly. and and you sure avoid praying in any public settings. Yeah, man, I remember, uh in ministry, you know, uh, early years in ministry, sitting in a group again of. of Pastors and staff members in a room, and like, mm-hmm. okay, we're all gonna we're all gonna pray right now. Let's bow our heads, and um, and this person's gonna start, and then this person, then this person, then you, Brian, and then this person, this person will close. <laughs> I'm like, oh Lord! So you know, I spend the next five to ten minutes. I'm listening to them pray. And trying to figure out what I'm going to pray because I don't want to say what they just said. And I want to make sure I sound spiritual to them. And I don't want to sound foolish. I'm trying to recall Bible verses and I want to sound spiritual. And just, you know, what should have been a very significant moment became a very terrifying and self-seeking moment for me. And so then I pray and I'm in such a fog at that moment. Again, you know, I'm so worked up about saying the right thing. It's not even enjoyable. Yeah. Exactly. I'm like, I'm glad it's past me. Then yeah. I can breathe I yeah, the Yeah, not have three to think about pray. the next prayers. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Or, or or then I, you know, listen to all them. I think, yeah, why God, didn't I it. say that? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I get it. I understand all yeah. of that. But that's not what Jesus came to no, give us. He exactly. didn't say, I have come that you may have greater instability in your yeah. life, you know. I've, <laughs> I've come to make you more terrified of yeah. what it means to know me. No yeah. I, Bear more guilt for your sins because <laughs> exactly. of me. No. I exactly. Mean, the Bible says, come boldly to the throne of grace. I mean, yes, you're supposed to yeah. come in with confidence, exactly, you know, and yeah. this awareness that, hey, I'm loved here. I'm secure yes. here. I am not rejected, yeah. laughed at, mocked. Exactly. You, know, you have turned away, condemned. Of, yep. exactly. I belong here. Exactly. So I get it. In- Insecure to do that. It can It can turn us-, turn us in the wrong direction for reading the scripture, for praying. Yeah. And it can do that even in worship settings. <laughs> yeah. You know, especially... You know, maybe not so much in your car. You're like, man, I'm gonna I'm gonna belt it out in my yeah, car. But easy. the minute there's another person or you're in a church setting, you're like, and, Yeah, I think like you never even heard the song. You're yeah, like, I don't even know truth. it. <laughs> yeah, and you just stand there, you know, just not moving, not saying yeah. anything because you're you're you become obsessed with well, I wouldn't want them to think I, you know, don't know how to sing, or yeah. that uh, you know, they I'm I'm emotional yeah. or whatever. Uh-huh. And, and people say things like Oh, it's just—it's just. This is too special to me. I can't it's express it. Yeah. What? No. Uh, not true. Yeah. So I get it. There's yeah. an insecurity, but that—that's really what that is. It's mm-hmm. insecurity, Absolutely. more than anything else. Yeah. Uh, we're called to to worship and to be part of a body of people mm-hmm. and and move past that place where we're yes. so concerned about what someone would think if we lift our hands don't lift our hands sing out loud don't sing out loud yeah. you know pray don't pray all of that yeah uh, but insecurity will rob us mm-hmm. of all of that um, it will insecurity will rob us even from being obedient to god you know, he asks us to do something or commands us to do something. And you think, I could never do that. There's yeah. no way. Yeah. I don't have what it takes. Yeah.
1: Or people would think I'm so <clears throat> weird if yeah. I actually walked up to them and prayed for them. Yeah. Or if I told them even that I was praying for them.
0: Yes. Or, or, or wanted to tell them what God was doing in my life, whatever it yeah. might be. Yeah. And so we end up just not doing it out yeah. of our own insecurities yeah. and, and or you know the other thing that happens sometimes is people will say okay I'll do it I'll do it I'll do what God wants and then obedience becomes more of a beating than anything else and then yeah. you know you're you're so wrapped up and okay I have to do this then you you get, it just takes away the joy yes, out of the whole exactly, thing and exactly and it, it all starts from this place of insecurity yeah and i would say
1: i would say it takes away joy and it also turns it almost almost similar into like a checklist type thing the, the insecurity drives you to uh okay, I must do this so that I can find security yep. instead of I have been made secure. Yep. Now I'll go from here. Right. You know, but yeah. I I have to do this so that I will be secure. You know, yeah. I think that's what
0: it produces. Yeah, a you're, lot. Not, you're not doing anything because there's a wellspring flowing up out yeah. of you. You're it. You're you're this vacant pit, and you're yeah. just hoping to get some pouring into exactly. It. Yeah, exactly. So the thing that that insecurity does is it it robs us from even the ability to feel like we can enter into the presence of God. Yeah. It takes us yeah. to this place where we think that there's just this general displeasure that comes from heaven, You know that God is just mildly always not smiling at us,
1: not mm-hmm. for
0: us, and you stay in this place of uncertainty, insecurity, instability, and that's sad. That's not what Jesus came for, and boy, it starts mm-hmm. to play out. Then beyond that, it starts to play out in relationships because then you think, Well, I can't dare let down my guard before anybody, let them see who I really yeah. am. I can't let them see the messy parts of my life. I can't let yeah. them see past the surface. Uh, and you start having struggles with trust yeah. and intimacy and, and vulnerability with others mm-hmm. because you can't dare let them see who you are. That would that would uh, that would expose everything, you know. Yeah. Um, you you always try to stay at this heightened awareness of what people think. You enter a room and you're just your eyes are darting about, yeah. and your heart is everywhere, and your radar is up, yeah. trying to make sure you say the right thing, uh, you know, keep this person happy, try to make this person laugh, and make sure this person's not mad. You can't ever relax. Yeah. You can't just be who God exactly. made you to be in exactly. that moment. Yep. Uh, you, you panic easily in situations because you're like. My goodness, it's about to all come crumbling down. Yeah, so circumstances and people and crowds all just introduce panic into your life. Mm-hmm. You start assuming the worst about situations because you assume it's all going to come crumbling down. Yeah. God is really going to get, get you, and people really don't like you. Yeah, it's a terrible pit, and, and this is the very thing that Jesus came to free us from. You weren't meant to have to stay in this horrible uncertain insecure dark place exactly people get there though and, and another thing i've noticed is they they get there and then they they stay there feeling like they have to stay there like i'm supposed to be in this <gasps> yeah. dark place i'm supposed to be in yeah. this difficult place i'm supposed to stay in this toxic relationship yeah because that's actually what i deserve yeah i don't deserve better yeah. I, I shouldn't even I shouldn't even want for anything different. So I'm just going to stay in this unhealthy situation. I'm going to stay. I'm not going to tell anybody. I deserve all the bad things that are happening to me.
1: And and people try to mask it with, well, I can just be a light here in this dark place and stuff. It's like, okay, maybe, but whenever you're so spiritually insecure that you can't even think of truth, how are you supposed to be a light to that other person that's toxic and influencing you? It's
0: true. It's not going to happen. It's not going to happen.
1: So the question is then, why do so many followers of Jesus stay in this <laughs> yeah. mentality?
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, I think there's a couple of things. Um, you know, one, the last thing the enemy wants is for us to move into a place of security. Yeah. Because the minute you move into a place of, okay, wait a minute. I know who Jesus is. I yeah. know who the Spirit of God is. I know who my my Father is in heaven. Mm-hmm. And I'm I know who I am. Yeah. The minute you move into that place, he's terrified. Yeah. Because now you're going to start walking in every blessing and every promise yeah. and you're going to start uh, being an influence. You're going to start making a difference. You're going to start recognizing his tactics yeah. and you're going to cast him aside. You're going to pull down strongholds and, mm-hmm. and cast down arguments. And, yeah. and that's the last thing he wants. It's true, And even we see that in the garden, that that was the very thing he, he wanted to create. Yeah. That's where he starts, in fact. It's that thing that's... It's starting with insecurity that really causes the whole thing to unravel for Mm -hmm. Eve and Adam. So you read in Genesis 3, it says that the serpent was more cunning than any beast of the field, which the Lord God had made. And he said to the woman, has God indeed said? Now, that sentence beginning was designed to create some instability some insecurity. All he had to do was place enough uncertainty that she would begin to question the character of God and the command of God. Mm -hmm. So he loves to create insecurity. He loves to create instability because that leads to doubt. That leads to turning away. That's what led her and Adam to the wrong place. Exactly. And so, I think many people fall into the trap because that's what the enemy wants. Mm-hmm. And he's cunning, as the Bible yes. says. Yeah. Um, the good news is, is that in those places, Jesus is also present. Absolutely. And he stands to offer another path.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And uh, even for those that are his children, when they stand in places of uncertainty and insecurity and instability, he stands ready and says, I want you to come boldly to the throne. I have I have strength and grace to help in your time of need. Yeah. You find that with Paul when he's he's at a place where he is uncertain as to why this thorn in the flesh has been given to him. He's in this moment of uncertainty and insecurity because he's prayed and it hasn't gone away. It hasn't left. And so he's uncertain and he's weak, and he's struggling. And it's there that God speaks to him, and he comes to this place where he says, he hears God say, my grace is sufficient for you, for my strength is made perfect in weakness. (laughs) So it's him saying, I have confidence for you, and it will come in in the places of your greatest instability and insecurity. So that place in us that is insecure, God says, I want to rush in right there and I want to build you up and make you strong in that very place. Paul goes on to say, uh, he gets to the place where he says, so I've learned uh, to boast in my infirmities that the power of Christ may rest on me. So he says, "I, I know what it's like to be weak and infirm and I have an infirmity and not know what to do, but I'm also learning to trust in him in that moment and let my strength be built up in the very place yeah. of my weakness. He says, I, I take mm-hmm. pleasure in my infirmity, in the reproaches and in needs and in persecutions and distresses for Christ's sake. Then he makes this big statement, for when I am weak, then I am strong. Wow. So in the yeah. very place of this insecurity, he found his greatest security in Christ. Yeah. And that's what we're invited to yeah. as well, you know. In the place that you say, "Well, I'm I'm the most insecure yeah. uh, about, um, you know, my relationship with other people and how they see me." Yeah. Well, guess what? God wants to take that part of you and make you s- stable, secure, and yeah. confident in your relationship to Him first, and let you know you are accepted in Christ. Yeah, and so that becomes out of your weakness, it becomes the strength. And you say, "Okay." Now I know who I am, and I have been insecure around people, but I am secure in Christ. And watch me now.
1: Yep, absolutely. I mean, yeah. it's like you said that one time. The there was a speaker you used to listen to who would always say, "You know, God wants to use the weak part of your life, yeah, the part that's, that's insecure." True. And it's it really mm-hmm. is to the natural person to uh, the one who is who's not experienced mm-hmm. that. I mean, mm-hmm. even to the ones who have experienced it, it's like, dang. Why? Mm -hmm. Why the weak part? Why? (laughs) why I want to be able to put on the strong part. I want to use my strengths, all that stuff, you know, but, but Mm -hmm. it's so that Christ's power would be shown so that God would get the glory. Not so that, okay, use your (laughs) strengths, use your, only your skills and all those things so that you get the glory. No, that's not the case, but it's so that God would get the glory.
0: Yeah. So, um, where I want to get to today is, is this, that if you've walked in spiritual insecurity, know that there's hope and there's help, and you don't have to live there in that spot. I want us to look at some, some verses today that, that help us move out of the insecure places. Let's mm-hmm. move out of the shadows. Let's move into the light, uh, into the <clears throat> fullness of what we've been given in Jesus. So uh, some some truths today for us. Uh, Jesus came to show us the depth of the Father's love for us. And it's really love that, yeah. that chases away Insecurity, because it's again, I'm seeking uh, from a place of uncertainty. So, First John three one, behold, what manner of love the Father has bestowed on us that we should be called children of God. Yeah, take take stock for just a moment and yeah. take take a look. I want you to see the depth of the Father's love that you, sinner, condemned, unclean would yeah. be brought near someone from outside the family would be adopted in and you've yeah. been called a child of god you're part yeah. of the family now that should produce some peace that says i'm no longer an outcast yeah i'm not i'm not in the group at work at school in the social setting that is cast out i'm not the i'm not the guy in the corner anymore wondering exactly. who's going to who's going to accept me exactly Look at the manner of love that God has given, that we should be called children Mm -hmm. of God. And this love is meant to free us from that insecurity. So 1 John 4 says that love has been perfected among us in this. In other words, in this way, that we may have boldness in the day of judgment. That right there? Instantly, contrary to insecurity. It's <laughs> true. So yeah, that now when I, when I look ahead, I no longer have to fear, what is it going to be like on the day I stand before God? Love says, in Jesus, you have been forgiven, yeah. redeemed, established, and seated with him in heavenly places. You no longer have to fear that day. Yeah. There's not going to be on that day a replaying of your entire life to see if somehow you have done enough to earn yep. your way into heaven. You will enter into heaven based on what Jesus says about you. Yep. And if you're in him and he is in you, yeah. then you are in. To be absent from the body is to be present yeah. with the Lord. Exactly. There's no special words you have to say upon getting to heaven. <laughs> no, There's no. no phrase you need
1: to memorize. Yep. There's no answer Yes or no at the the end of your life.
0: No trick, no pop quiz, Uh -uh. no test. No. So love is perfected among us in this way that we may have uh, boldness in the day of judgment. And then first John says something that's just still staggering. I still don't know that I can take all this in yet. He says, because as he is, so are we in this world. (laughs) <laughs> okay, gotta, this just sounds like a, a geometry and English problem all put yeah, at the same time. Yeah. as he is, so Jesus, as he is, well, what is he? He is, he is in heaven, glorified. He is glorified. He is seated at the right hand of the Father. He has all spiritual favor, blessing, yeah. inheritance. Uh, There's no insecurity. The Father looks over at him and smiles, and there's oneness between them. There's stability. Jesus is not fearing. He's going to be removed, cast out, kicked out. He is permanently secure in heaven, having the full favor and love of the Father and oneness with the Spirit all at the same time. So that's as he is. Well, because as he is, so are we in this world. So here on yeah. earth right now yep. I have in Christ everything that he has. Yeah. It does yeah
1: uh, just again real quick. It says so are we in this world. It yeah. doesn't say so we will be in the day no, to come.
0: Correct. So today I am seated with him in heavenly places. I have his full favor. I'm accepted. I'm yeah. redeemed. I'm not going to be kicked out, removed, yeah. tossed aside, rejected. Yeah. I'm not going to be abandoned. I have yeah. every spiritual blessing. They're all mine available yeah. for me in Jesus Christ.
1: And not because of what you've
0: done yeah. or that you're a pastor yeah. or that, you know, you're right. you have whatever credentials here. Yeah. Exactly. All because of what Jesus has done. Yeah. This is meant to produce security. And that does produce and security. Does. When I believe that it produces yes. security. It goes on. It says, and there's no fear in love, but perfect love casts out fear yeah. because fear involves torment, but he who fears has not been made perfect in love. So, man, that all just speaks to this subject. Yeah. Uh, absolutely. Fear of what other people think is torment, Yes. <laughs> I fear being rejected, condemned, yeah. abandoned, alone, yeah. isolated, mocked. Yeah. But their love, words, their thoughts, whatever it does, yep. all that stuff. Love removes all that. And says, wait a minute, I know I am loved by God. And I don't have to look for others to provide my stability or security. Mm-hmm. I know who loves me. So that is meant to free us from insecurity. And then it's meant to move us actually into this place of Pretty bold confidence. Uh, Romans would go on to say, uh, in all these things, we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. That yep. this love is meant to actually move us to a place of not just barely scraping by or just, you know, painfully approaching God and, yeah, and trying no. to be so pitiful yeah. <laughs> in our approach and pitiful in our prayer and pitiful in our worship. Yeah. But no, I'm. I'm more than a conqueror. Yeah. More than a conqueror, I can stand yeah. bold. I can stand confident. I can stand assured. I can I can ask for prayers. I can ask for promises. Yeah. I can believe. I can stand bold. That's what yes. we're called to. Yes, and that removes me from insecurity and moves me into advanced security.
1: Yeah, it moves you from frailty as well. No, that's from, good. that's good. From word. weakness. Mm-hmm.
0: From just nothingness yeah. to certainty, security, yeah. pillar, truth—all yeah. of those things. Yeah, there, there are certain Christian groups though that just feel that we're supposed to, you know, be in this, uh, you know, worm-like state <laughs> all the time. I, I, I get it. I, I, I was once a worm before coming to Christ, but I, I'm not that anymore. No. I'm not going to keep confessing that I am. I'm exactly. not going to keep confessing that I am. Um, you know incapable and inadequate i'm called to yeah. confess that i have been given every spiritual blessing in the heavenly exactly i'm called exactly. to stand in that exactly so uh this kind of confidence should produce such boldness in us that we know that nothing can separate us from that love even yep uh romans same chapter eight Absolutely. verse 38 i'm persuaded i'm confident uh uh-huh. That neither death nor life, nor angels, nor principalities, nor powers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor height, nor depth, nor any other created thing, shall be able to separate me from the love of God which is in Christ Jesus our Lord. That's confidence. That's security. It's yeah. not just because I'm having a great day, yeah. but it's because that's who I am in Christ. And I'm persuaded of this. I'm confident of this. It doesn't say for I am insecurely hoping. <laughs> you know, I am I, I wish. Am, yeah, I or, am faintly trying my best to believe yeah. that no I, I i'm persuaded yep. i'm confident and then uh, jesus is the one who makes us accepted it's again it's not us it's not that exactly. well you finally did enough yeah you no know, uh, ephesians says that uh, by the praise of his of the glory of his grace we've been made accepted in the beloved in yep. christ into the trinity you know mm-hmm. they're they're the ultimate group that you wanted to fit in with yes. you know yeah. and you feel on the outs, and you feel like I don't measure up, and they look over at you and say, hey, come here. Yeah, And then you find out what Jesus has done for you, and you, rele- you, you, you believe it, and you receive it, and they say, you're in. Yeah. You're in with us. Yeah, you're this in. guy paid your way in. Yeah, you're in the in crowd. Yeah. Right? And what we have, you have. Exactly. Never it's, never to be removed. Exactly. It's, hey,
1: <clears throat> this guy paid your way in. Well, I didn't do enough. I, Exactly. It's not about he that. paid your way in. Well, right. what if you kick me out? He paid your way in. Yes. You're not going to get kicked out. You right. know, he can ask all the questions, doubt all the things. He still paid your way in. Yep.
0: You're in the group. Yep. <laughs> yep. That's true. Yeah. So, uh, this is all meant to produce security within us. Uh, John would write in 1 John 5:13, he says, "These things I've written to you who believe in the name of the Son of God, Yeah. that you may know that mm-hmm. you have eternal life yeah so that you might know yep so that you not that you might forever wonder if you <sighs> might possibly could have yeah no that you might know that you have it this is where it all begins because he goes on and says and that you may continue to believe in the name of the Son of God That's good. he says the way you move on is you know what you have you get to the place of security and that moves you forward and that helps you grow. In the faith, it all starts from security. And then finally, um, this security again is what helps us move into all that God has for us. Yeah. And, and we're urged to move on past that. Yeah. Uh, Hebrews 6 1 says, Leaving the discussion of the elementary principles of Christ, let us go on to Maturity, mm-hmm. uh, not laying again the foundation of repentance from dead works and faith toward God. This is where the enemy keeps people. They they yeah. seem stuck in this. I'm still praying to make sure I'm really saved. Yeah. I'm still trying my best to be saved well you're just you're stuck you're stuck in infancy you're stuck in the the crawling phase you can't even feed yourself yet no and paul says let's move on or the writer of hebrews Uh uh, he says let's move on let's get past the elementary let's move past the pre-k issues here let's get on past repentance from dead works let's get on into the things that are yours in christ find your security in christ and now let's move on absolutely absolutely so it's good stuff um, and my heart breaks for those who still walk in this and and my plea and prayers that you'd find in what jesus has done for you a place of security yep stability certainty Mm -hmm. so that you can move on into all that is yours in christ yes so that there's no uh blessings left on the shelf you know that are not used by you that are not Uh you know received heaven hasn't been pulled down for you because it's all there it's all waiting yeah but he's waiting for those who will become secure in who they are in christ so um as truth mentioned earlier if they have questions feel free to to post them in the comments section yeah Uh, we'd love to uh continue the conversation this is what we're all about, the Vertical. Yes. Help people know Vertical Life. And it starts with a firm foundation of knowing who we are in mm-hmm. Jesus Christ. So um, I'd say thanks for joining us today. Uh, appreciate Truett and the conversation and look at Scripture. Yeah. And um, I hope you can grow into the fullness of who Jesus is, who you are in Him, and who He is in you. So thanks for joining us today.